Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those who are wanting to really rock their lives and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. Does skinny mean healthy? This is big guys, this is really, really big. In my work as a naturopath, I have worked so much with what I call skinny stress heads over the years. And that's what I wanna talk about today. What I know is that just body weight is not the best measure or indicator for how healthy a person is. The same as BMI, you know, your body mass index, which is where you get your weight and you divide it by the square of your height and you come up with a number, hopefully with 25 or less, is not, again, is not the best measure for how healthy you are on the inside. And so this is, this is what I want to talk about. It's really big. Why is that? Why is that the case? Nowadays, we have a term called skinny fat. And I've used this for 30 odd years. And I'll explain even when I first learned about it. It's a phrase that describes people who they appear to be a normal weight in Aussie uh, clothing kind of sizes. I'll be like a maybe an eight to a 10, something like that. And they, they appear to be trim. They don't appear to be you know, carrying kind of subcutaneous fat, but they can have a really high percentage of body fat and a low amount of lean muscle mass. The first place I ever came across this was back more than 30 years ago when I burned out. I actually went to a health retreat, which was the only health retreat in Australia in those days called Camp Eden. And I still remember the day that I went there, they, you know, they did all your measurements and did a health assessment of you and everything so they could work out what to do with you. I remember this, this lovely Asian lady who was, you know, maybe in her 40s or 50s, a bit hard to work out ages in those days. It's a long time ago. And I still remember she came out of having her numbers done, totally shocked, like really, really shocked because they said, your, your body's obese. But she was tiny in Aussie clothing terms. She would have been maybe a size six she was tiny. She had really low lean body mass and she had really high visceral fat. Visceral fat is uh, it's what I call the heart attack fat. It's the kind of fat that sits internally in your abdominal cavity and it ends up strangling your organs, which is why I call it the heart attack fat. It sits kind of all around you know, your liver and your stomach and intestines, and, but it also builds up in your arteries, guys. Now, what causes it? Well, fat is still fat. However, this one's a bit different. Some of the foods that contribute to high visceral fat are things like, you know, crappy carbs and a, a, a crappy carb-loaded diet. Inflammation. So inflammatory foods, you know, everything that's a long way away from nature. And I've been talking through all this series about foods that are close to nature because they're less inflammatory. But the thing is, guys, you can eat a raw, vegan, organic, paleo, keto, whoop de doop diet, and still, it doesn't matter how clean it is, stress can override it and your body can still have excess visceral fat. We know that a crappy diet builds fat. We just know it does. And I've talked in this program about how crappy stress also adds to more fat in the body. But this is also the same case with a skinny person or a trim person, whatever you want to call it. You know, you can be a trim or skinny person and still have a little belly and have your body not working for you the way it can. And it can be under huge stress. So I wanted to talk about that today. So let's talk about first, if you are that 
what I call a skinny stress head. If you're really trim and stress is impacting you in that stay trim, high visceral fat way. So we know that we need to have a diet that's really close, you know, close to nature, whole grains, fresh fruits and vegetables, lean protein. Protein, about one and a half grams to two grams per kilo of body weight. We, we know we want to be able to keep away from all the shitty added sugars and alcohols because these totally go straight to being visceral fat. That's it. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and check out episode 16 where I talk about sugar cravings be gone. I talk about everything about sugars and how to bring them back into balance. The reality is, guys, though, it's not, it's not just diet. It really isn't. Stress plays the hugest part, which is why I bang on about it all the time. You really can have the cleanest diet on the planet and it means shit. It really does. If stress has got our body in alarm mode and you can, you can look all calm on the outside and still be going flat out on the inside. And that's the way that so many skinny stress heads are. It just is. And we can't see what's happening on the inside. Bottom line, we need to sleep more or sleep better and stress less. That's what we're aiming to do. So if you haven't listened to episode one of my podcast yet, go back and listen to episode one because I talk all about sleep and stress and burnout. So I'm not going to rehash that today. Go back and listen to episode one. I promise it's important. And then if you haven't listened to my one on how stress shortens our life and ways that you can bring that back into balance, go to episode 10 because I really lay it all out there. So what happens when some people stress out? Remember, I talked about in episode 18. Yes, I've already talked about lots of things, but I, I really, they're important. And this just helps tie them together. So in episode 18, I talked all about enzymes. And I talked about how when we stress out, it's like the fire gets put out in our belly. The cortisol goes out of balance and it puts the fire out in our belly. And foods end up stewing or broiling instead of actually digesting. And when that happens, well, then that's feeding the problem as well. So what we want to do is we've got to, as a naturopath, we always just keep going what's happening behind it. So you're eating clean, you're exercising, you're eating right to be able to have the enzymes right and go to that episode and you'll hear about the foods that are great for enzymes. But we still have to look at the stress. And this is what's sitting behind most skinny stress heads. It really is. Whether we like it or not, we're human beings and we have to be able to adapt to stress. We can't make it go away. And some people, when they're stressed, they eat more. Some people, when they're stressed, they eat less. Some people, when they're stressed, they seem to just operate the same way, but they internalize that stress in such a way that their body just goes flat out on the inside. And that's why I'm such a fan of adaptogen herbs. So adaptogen herbs, remember, they're those herbs or a class of herbs that as naturopaths we prescribe to help your body adapt to stress. And that's whether it's physically, chemically, biologically, emotionally, whatever. We've got to get our body to be able to adapt to what's going on. Some of my favorite adaptogen herbs are things like Siberian ginseng, American ginseng. Remember, not the Korean ginseng, not the red ginseng. That one's too yang, too hot. We don't use that as an adaptogen. The Indian ginseng, which is ashwagandha, astragalus, licorice root is excellent. Riadola, schizandra, and tulsi are just a few of my favorite adaptogen herbs. And I'm an old school herbalist. I'm a big fan of yucky tasting herbal tonics. I am. The liquid herbs for me work most efficiently with a person's body. And they don't have to be yucky. I just thought I'd throw that in there. If anyone's ever been to a naturopath, I have to admit, I have prescribed some interesting tasting herbs over my lifetime. I have. And I have taken some interesting herbs. But they don't have to be all crappy, I promise. 
So think about, you know, it, it's not just the eating part, especially if you're skinny, because some people, you know, some skinny stress heads I've had in as clients over the years, they can sit down to a bag of potato chips a day or a block of chocolate and all that kind of stuff and not put on weight, but their body is going flat out on the inside and they can look trimmer than someone who, you know, they might in, in Aussie clothing sizes, because ours are different to North America. Our numbers sound bigger, but it's just a different system. But our, you know, they might be what we call a size eight and their body can still have a higher fat percentage than someone who's a size 14. That's huge. So that's why just BMI and things, they're not the real measures. We need to know what's happening on the inside and what that, that visceral fat percentage is. So think about bringing some adaptogen herbs in so that we can help your body. Look at that side as well. It's not just nutrition. But then in the aromatherapy world, I am an aromatherapist as well. And there is one of the most boring little old oils that is so good for helping with cortisol. Cortisol is the stress hormone that's produced in your adrenal glands. And that's where we're working on the adaptogen herbs to help get your adrenal glands back into balance. There was a study in 2019 in Korea. And in that study, Huang showed that using lavender, ylang-ylang and bergamot essential oil lowered daytime blood pressure and also the saliva cortisol levels. So if, if someone is wanting to check um, cortisol levels, the way we normally check cortisol levels in clinic is we get a person to, they do a saliva sample five times during the day. So you spit into it a little tube, a test tube, and we check it because what's meant to happen is we wake in the morning, cortisol is 100%, and it's meant to be 10% of that when we you know, end our day. The problem is every time we have a little stress, a little stress, a little stress, a little stress, it comes up, it spikes, it spikes. You go to bed at night, your cortisol is too high, your body wakes you up between 2 and 4 a.m., which is when it's the time of day that your body is trying to regenerate, just kind of bring everything back into line hormonally. And this is not Western medical thinking. This is Eastern medical thinking, guys. But when that happens, it can't. You wake up for a pee and you think, oh, I just need a pee. No, it's telling you that your cortisol's out of, out of balance. And that can be why you're, you, the, the trim can't put on healthy weight. Stress head, it's huge. Lavender essential oil, people just go, it's like it's the most common essential oil. And yet it is just so cool. So even if you just tried something like lavender, and even with something like some ylang ylang, you might want to try one of my blends. I'll, I'll chuck a link in the show notes if you want to check them out. But boring old lavender is amazingly cool. And even if it's something like putting a drop on your collar of your PJs when you go to sleep at night, or in a diffuser, if that's the way you want to do it, having it around you during the day. By the way, lavender won't put you to sleep. It simply calms your nervous system. If you can take that edge off, your body's going to deal with stress differently and that will impact your cortisol levels. It will impact that visceral fat. So really think about playing with some aromatherapies. So really think about trying. So I promise it's worth thinking about bringing some basic aromatherapy into your life. It really works. Today, I want to leave you with four healthy life hacks. The first one is bring some adaptogen herbs into your life. And really seriously, think about liquid herbs, not just teas. Teas are great not just dried herbs, which are in capsule form or something, really give your body a kick up the bum. And I'm a, such a big fan of people taking adaptogen herbs right at bedtime. So adaptogen herbs adapt to what you're doing, take them in the morning, they give you more energy, take them at bedtime, which is how I've taken them for 30 years. 
but it's got to be like, as you're going to sleep, it's like, I'm going to sleep now, take them, brush your teeth, lay down, go to sleep. When you do that, it allows your body to come back into that real adrenal recharging time. So healthy life hack number one, bring some adaptogen herbs into your life. Healthy life hack number two is try some essential oils. Even if it's boring old lavender to try it when you're sleeping at night, that's it. Put a drop on your shirt, you know, in your pajama top or on the sheets in front of your nose, whatever, on the, on the corner of your pillow, just breathe it through the night and let's get that cortisol, do everything we can to get that cortisol back in balance. The next one is please make sleep a priority. Go back to episode one and listen to it. It is so important, especially for what I call the skinny stress heads. And then the last one is to eat close to nature. Remember that the closer we are to nature, the more our body's gonna deal with life, we, but we still have to look at emotions and how our body's dealing with stress. So always loop right back around to the adaptogen herbs. Lots to think about today, but it's, it's real. Skinny does not mean healthy. I want people to be strong, fit and healthy in their body, no matter the size. If you would like to be able to get the show notes for today's show, go to healthylifehacks.com.au to download them, nice and easy. And in the next episode, I'll be talking all about essential oils, aromatherapy and essential oils, and the emotional benefits using my Aromatherapy Insight cards. I really look forward to talking about that episode. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review where you're listening in from. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review to have a free one-hour consultation with me. If you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below and join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember when it comes to life, live it, love it and get on with it.